it's hard to find men that will stand and preach the word anymore. And I'm very thankful that we have that here, and, and not just Brother Dax, all these fellas. They do a good job of just preaching the Bible, and I've tried to, uh, what I've tried to instill in them all is just to do that, preach the Word of God. Uh, we don't need nothing else to go with it. It's enough. It's enough. And so I think I'm going to probably one of the most familiar texts in all the Bible tonight. And I know good and well I ain't even going to get close to being done with this. But I do want to start on it. And uh, if you would, I want you to take your Bibles tonight to the book of Daniel and chapter number 3. Daniel and chapter number 3. And um, I, I sure do thank God for the charge uh, that he's given us tonight. And all week last week, um, it was all preaching really to the church. I mean, there was mentions made about... Uh, those who were lost and those who may need to be saved. But overall, uh, the preaching was to the church, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, that's real revival. The church has to get help. Uh, before the sinners can ever get saved, we heard it last week, the church has to get where they're supposed to be. And God's saving sinners around here, but I wonder uh, how much more we will see as we get to where God wants us to be. And I think we're well on our way tonight. And uh, that's kind of what I'm going to preach on. I, this is the Lord's give me this, brand new, never preached this, never read any of this in a book or, or, or heard anybody else. Uh, the Lord give me everything that I've got here. And uh, man, I'm just thrilled that He takes time to give me anything. Amen. And I want to try to be a blessing to you. We're not going to read it all, uh, but I'm going to read down and, and jump around a little bit and try to get where I want to go. But if you're there in Daniel chapter number 3, say amen. Uh, look with me there in verse number 1. Daniel chapter number 3 and verse number 1. The Bible said, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was three score cubits and breadth there, <clears throat> thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the providence of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, and the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Then the princes, the governors, the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together unto the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O people, nations, and languages." That at what time you hear the sound of the cornet and the flute and the harp and the sackbut and the psalter and the dulcimer and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king hath set up. Whoso falleth not down and worshipeth shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Uh, jump over with me. <clears throat> let's 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 read in uh, verse number twelve. The Bible said, "There are certain Jews whom Thou hast set up over the affairs of the providence, uh, the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O King, have not regarded Thee. They serve not Thy gods, nor worship the golden image which Thou hast set up." 
Then Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do not ye serve my gods nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if you be ready, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet and the flute, uh, and the harp and the sackbut and the psalter and the dulcimer uh, and all kinds of music you fall down and worship the image which I made well but if you worship not you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace and who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king O Nebuchadnezzar we are not careful uh, to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, boy, I, I have always commended their faith. They, they said he can deliver us so we believe he will. But if not, verse 18, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury and the form of his his vision was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in the army in his army uh, to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their holes, and their hats, their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that had took up at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Stay with me just a few more verses. Uh, verse number... 23 and uh, these three men Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace then Nebuchadnezzar the king was a stone and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors did we cast did, did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire they answered and said unto the, the king true O king he answered and said lo I see four men loose walk in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt and the form of the fourth is like the son of God then Nebuchadnezzar came near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego ye servants of the most high God come forth and come hither then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire and the princes, the governors, the captains, kings, counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose body the fire had no power nor was a hair of their head sins neither were their coats changed nor the smell of fire had passed on them then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said blessed be the God of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any God except their own God pay attention to the next two verses 
Jesus. He said, therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, language, which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made a dunghill because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Now, pay attention to verse 30. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. I've read a lot of scriptures this evening. I know that. But I want to give you a, a reminder of exactly what is taking place in Daniel chapter number 3. And my friend, my focus tonight and my thought uh, will come from the very last verse in verse number 30 where the Bible said, Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, my friend, if the Lord will help me for a little while, I'll not get through it. But I want to try my best to preach tonight on this thought, the price of promotion. Uh, the price of uh, Promotion. Would you please pray with me and pray for me tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I come to you. Lord, one more time. God, I'm asking you tonight, Lord, for that special touch. And God, for that unction, Lord, that only you can give. Oh, God, use me, Lord. Not for my glory, not for a pat on the back or praise. But God, that people would walk out of this church differently tonight. Lord, that they came in, Lord without a shadow of a doubt God your hand uh, Lord is moving through the uh, through the soul of Stillwater Baptist Church and God you're doing great and mighty things and Lord you're doing exceedingly and abundantly above all uh, God that we could ever ask or think and so Lord with uh, uh, with the things going the way they are and Lord the tide that uh, uh, seems to be turning in our favor uh, God a promotion if you will uh, uh, Lord seems to be uh, laid to our account. God, I pray uh, Lord that you'll open the minds and the heart uh, and the eyes of the people of God uh, uh, Lord that represent this church uh, and God prepare us uh, for the price that comes uh, with promotion. Help me Lord for a little while and for what you do I thank you in Jesus name uh, and for its sake and all the Lord's people said Amen and amen. Quickly, if I could tonight, by way of introduction, I want to remind everybody it is right here uh, where we find three Hebrew boys. Uh, my friend, they've been singled out. Uh, they've been called out, if you will. Uh, they've been pointed out uh, because they are not willing uh, to follow the commands uh, of the king called Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar has built a gold an image and uh, may I ask a different message but I want to draw your attention to what he does uh, not only does he write a decree uh, that every nation and every kindred and every man and every tongue should bow and worship his God uh, but he doctors up his decree uh, and he begins to reach the hearts uh, and the minds of the people he begins to persuade them we read it over and over and over again uh, uh, 
through and by the power of music. Now, I'm not going to preach on music tonight, but my friend, this Bible's loaded with good, solid Bible preaching on music. But may I say, anyhow, Nebuchadnezzar, he begins to move and persuade the heart of men, women, boys, and girls. And boy, they start dropping like flies. They start bowing. I mean quicker than you can think. Just everybody, no opposition, no question. They just bow, and they just bow, and they just bow. Quick time out, may I say this. The book of Daniel is a parallel in prophecy to what's to come. You can read the book of Daniel, then run to Revelation. You know who Nebuchadnezzar is a type of? Nebuchadnezzar is a type of an illustration of the Antichrist. Uh, may I say, my friend, uh, there's coming a day on planet Earth, uh, the very Earth that we're living in today, uh, where every kindred and nation and tongue uh, uh, will bow without question and will put all their faith and hope uh, and belief in a false, uh, a false God, an Antichrist. Uh, uh, he'll win them uh, by miracles and replicas, uh, uh, just as God has a trend. My friend, you've got the, the beast and the false prophet and the antichrist. You find the tainted trinity. And boy, over and over and over and over again, my friend Daniel points us to the book of Revelation and the great tribulation. My friend, over and over and over, my friend, you'll find the king of this world, the God of this world. My friend, flexing his muscles and motivating and manipulating people and it's right here uh, where Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego stand up uh, and they stand out uh, and I believe they might have quoted Joshua at 24, 15 uh, he said but as for me uh, and my house we uh, will serve the Lord uh, my friend thank God uh, for three Hebrew boys uh, that said no matter what society's doing uh, no matter what the news says uh, no matter what the uh, the king says uh, uh, we've got a God uh, that's alive and well uh, and will not bow down will not bow the knee uh, to any God but our God uh, uh, somebody ought to help me tonight uh, I'm glad thank God we're serving the one uh, and the only true and living God uh, there's other little G gods in this world but ain't it good to know our God is the only one with the tomb that's empty. Our God's the only one that's still moving and speaking and helping and walking with His people. I'm trying to tell you God is still in the business of promoting His children. Now this king, he's a type of two different things here. He's a type of the Antichrist, the devil, whatever you want to call it. But verse number 30 says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they've told them no. And they've heated this furnace seven times hotter than wont. 
And it's so hot, not even the men that's that's commanded to throw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, not even they can survive getting close to the fiery furnace. Uh, it slew them. It killed them. Uh, and, and, and so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there they are. And old Nebuchadnezzar looks up and he said, Hey, we did only throw three in, didn't we? They said, Yes, sir. He said, I see four men loose or walking in the midst of that fire. And he said, I don't know a whole lot about him, but the best I can tell that fourth one that looks like the son of God and he goes over to the mouth of that pit and he said Shadrach Meshach and Abednego come forth get out of there and boy when they walked out he realized it was the same God that Elijah had called on when the 450 false prophets of Baal were marching and parading about how alive and well their God was and the Bible said they marched around that and they prayed night and day cutting themselves and they begged that God to let fire fall but you know the story that the fire could not fall and Elijah said well maybe he's going to and fro maybe he's busy maybe he's asleep and you need to wake him he said but here's what I'm going to do he said I want y'all to go get 12 barrels of water and he said not only going to dump it on the sacrifice but we're going to dig a ditch all the way around it. And he said, I ain't never called fire down from heaven before, but God spoke to me just a few weeks ago and said the famine was coming. And sure enough, it ain't rained a drop since God said it wouldn't rain. So if God can dry up the rain, He can allow the fire to fall. And He called upon His God. And you know the story of the fire fell and the altar and the sacrifice was obliterated. And they knew without a doubt that God was really on His throne. That's the same God in Daniel chapter 3 when Nebuchadnezzar, he asked them in a, in a, in a poking way. He said, now who is this God that's going to save you? My friend, they said, well, tell you one thing. He's sort of able to save us. But if he don't, oh king, we're not worried about it. We know in whom we have believed and we are persuaded that he is able to keep that which we committed unto him against that day. And sure enough, right on time, in the midst of a burning, fiery furnace, the sweet God of glory showed up and delivered them from the fire. I don't know about y'all, but he's still delivering from the fire. I've never been thrown in a physical flame, but I've been put to the fire. Isn't it amazing? As soon as you get to that place where you feel like, man, this is it. You don't go no further. That's the end of the line. When they throw you in the furnace, that's it. Y'all ever get down to the last minute waiting on God? This is last minute stuff. But they stayed faithful. They stayed true. And they kept their faith in God. And you know what the Bible said in verse number 30? Then after all that, not after they gave Him a report, but after they put God to the test, 
test and they were willing to go into the fiery furnace and they come out that's when the king verse 30 promoted Shadrach Meshach and Abednego may I say tonight a promotion if you will that's when God takes you up if you will a step on the ladder I believe with all of my heart in year number 7 it's been preached to us all week year number 8 a new beginning my friend God is wanting to do some promoting around here God's already been doing some promoting around here I mean people getting saved preachers called to preach man things working out for our good I mean I know I made jokes about that tree but I'm telling you I knew it'd be an issue but just like the Lord man I mean her son
I come to let her know not just mess with me but Jeff and Bruce but this is all he is listen here this all get make you get some pet in your step and we're all he is I'm not much well, you look at me, but you ought to see me how he sees me. Oh, hey, yes. hey, if you could see you how you, he sees you, my friend, you could not behold your own self uh, for the glory of God that's shining forth. Uh, I say, thank God, uh, my righteousness might be as filthy as rags, uh, but his righteousness hey, has been imputed unto me. Uh, and when God the Father looks down, uh, he don't see uh, an old country that all will be in hell. He sees his only begotten son. You better know when them three Hebrew boys went in that God was looking down and he was seeing something that not even them boys could see in them on God's Amen. He said, anybody that be that faithful, I believe I'll just show up. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The wind, the you imagine walking in the fire furnace and the guy's scared and he doesn't drop dead? I'm going to have to punch you, man. Come on. And they get in there and all of a sudden a good cold breeze blow. This is at the end of my message and I'm going to ruin the whole thing. You try to save the best for last, but I'm just going to throw this out there. And I'm going to have to go back to this and finish preaching because i got so much I'm telling you I could preach it six months. That's true. But I'm going to throw this out there and I'm going to text this to you. Yeah. Because it's my... Maybe, just maybe, I'm on something right here. Can any of y'all show me one place in this Bible where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego ever acknowledged the fourth man was in the fire with them? I'm not saying they didn't know, but I'm not saying they did. Now, they knew they wasn't getting burned. That's, that's a blessing. They knew that they wasn't in torment. That's a blessing. But not one time that we see they say a word to that fourth man. Or that fourth man says a word to them. Not one time that we see that they embrace the Son of God in the furnace. Or the Son of God embraces them. The only thing we do see is there's a sinner sitting back on a hill somewhere. That he's been shaming them. And he's been downgrading them. And he's been belittling them. And he's been angry. And he's been judgmental. And he's been unfair. And he's been cruel. Oh God. He's been a, he's been a torturous an enemy of God concerning these boys. And while they're in the fire, not one time do we know or do we read that they become aware that Jesus was in the fire with them. But on the backside of the furnace, there was a wicked man, a God-hater, a blasphemer. I'm talking about a sinner that was going to bust hell wide open. And we looked in that fire. He said, Lord God,
Best part. That's at the end. That's the best part, but that's what the Lord did me. Because yeah. even, hey, even when you don't feel like nobody's looking. I mean, has any of y'all ever been put to the test and had to go through storms and valleys? Some of them we bring on ourselves, some of them we don't. But my friend, you get in there and you feel like you're going to be overwhelmed and then you get a little peace, you know, a little peace that passes understanding. And you thought, well, this wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be, but it ain't good. Do you know it could be what you're feeling somebody else is seeing a whole lot more even than what you're seeing my friend they're on this side of the furnace on this side of the storm on this side of your valley and if you just stay faithful my friend God is going to promote us I'm not a TV prosperity evangelist preacher I'm going to pick you up pat you on the back and give you a sucker in a bump pile every time I preach but you better know God does honor faithfulness and will reward you according to your righteousness I'm trying to tell you God is going to promote our church he is promoting our church but there's a price that comes with promotion oh yes you don't have to go through the fire and here's the deal they found by the way they bound them. Oh yeah. Y'all ready, didn't you? Yeah, right. Here's the deal. You feel like you can't do nothing. Right. Any y'all ever get tried by the fire and feel defenseless? Yes, sir. You can't fight like this, neighbor. Yeah. No. <laughs> y'all with me? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I'm so hoping to feel it's stupid. Oh, I'm telling you, son. I might preach here for the next three or four months. I'm not going to preach. Any of y'all ever get like this? Yes, sir. And all you see in front of you is a big open fire pit. <coughs> here you go. You get right in the midst of fire and you think, well, this is bad. It wasn't bad as I thought. The Lord's, I guess, watching over me, helping me. But Lord, I'm still in the fire. Right. Don't ever forget. He made us a promise. Yes, sir. Amen. I'll never leave you. Amen. Hello. That's what he said. Oh, he said I'll never leave you. He said I'll never forsake you. I believe it. And oftentimes that fire, you know, there was, there, was, there was only a handful of things that got burned in that fire. You know, the Bible said they didn't smell like smoke when they come out. Yeah. Their clothes weren't burned, their hairs weren't singed. Their clothes didn't even smell like fire, but there was one thing that got burned. Right. It was the very thing that had them bound. Yeah. Sometimes we're walking around like this and we don't even know it. Yeah. God's trying in every way in the world to promote us and bless us, take us to newer, newer places and higher heights and bless us and grow us and, and, and take us to a level of maturity and, and, and further us. And then, you know this whole church is a ministry, right? Yeah. And this ministry needs to grow. And you know that involves the people of the ministry need to grow. And with growth comes promotion. And the farther we go and the more fires we stay true and faithful to God through more he'll do and the more grace he'll show and the greater the things will get but it ain't free I mean my God we're surrounded in a generation where everybody wants to be a welfare Christian where they stand in line and they get rewarded for everybody else's work but I'm trying to challenge you how to sign up and to pay the price of God to promote it 
require a fire. Yeah. Don't require a foe. But the greatest thing about it all. You can conquer the fire and you can conquer the foe if you just get a big old heart and a full load of faith. Yeah. Amen. It's amazing to me. I've always liked going. I'm not even going to preach my points. I'm not even going to start them. If I start them, I, I just I start It's always amazing to me. Ever since I was a little boy, I remember hearing this story. And I think about how amazing the faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Benjamin had to be for them to say, our God is able to deliver us. But the next three words, we can all live our life like that. But if no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what they said? Our faith is not conditional faith. Yeah. Based upon the conditions in which God does this or does not do this or provides or does. Our, our faith is not conditional based upon what he does or does not do. Our faith is permanent based upon not what he can do, but who he is. Yeah. I tell you, God never done another blessed thing for any of us but save us. Right. We ought to never. Say one ill word and I'd a whole lot, whole lot rather have to weary the fires of this life and go to heaven when I die as I would have a life of peace, wealth, and prosperity, fame, and fortune and spend an eternity in the lake of fire. Yeah. How, many, how many movie stars and professional athletes and you know music stars and all that you hear about? It's at least typically one a year. They find them overdose in the bathtub where they blow their brains out. Right. Hang themselves, jumping out of buildings. Right. They got everything. In the world's eyes. Right. They got all the fame. Everybody knows them. They got all the fortune. They got all the friends, which you know how that goes. Most of them ain't friends, but they, they got all the friends. They got the glamour, the glory, and the goods. Yep. But they don't have God. Right. And if I read my Bible right, if I remember right, it said, What shall it profit a man? He shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Yeah. I made my mind up. I made my mind up. I could fall tomorrow. I could fall tonight. <coughs> but by the good grace of God, Brother Dax, I made my mind up. Right. I want to have the same testimony as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I will not bow. I will not bend. And I will not break. Yeah. Yeah. Why? To prove you're somebody? No. To prove he's everything. Yeah. That sign, I, I mean, everybody's heard that your whole life, but boy, that means some more, much more to me this year than it ever has. It's not about you. Amen. It's all about you. Good. Yeah. Man. That's right. I was about that yesterday. Brother Jeff about cut his hand off. Bless his heart. Not really, but it, it, he cut it worse than that like me. And I told him, I said, it's every blame and time. You try to do something for God, something happens. That's the truth, though. Some of y'all look at me, I don't know if that's because you ain't never done that for God. <laughs> y'all with me? I'm with you. You start sweating for the glory of God and see, see, see how it goes. <laughs> You come work all day at the church, give God everything you got. Get in your vehicle, get to the stop sign, your radiator blows. 
Freon, sir, you antifreeze Freon, thank you. Antifreeze starts leaking out of your car. You got a flat tire or you know, it's all time, some opposition. But can I tell you all something? And ain't a better life on the whole wide world. I was looking up there at that tree. Y'all know I've been grinding with that tree since we got here. And I had one person price it, and they priced it so high that, I mean, Donald Trump wouldn't pay them to do it because they didn't want to do it. He was up there cutting, and every one of them limbs just fall. I, I, in my mind, I didn't say that loud or act my way, but every one, every, I won't say every one, but a whole lot of them limbs, and they fall, and I hit that boom, hit the ground. I said, thank you, Lord. Time. I told Miss Nate this reason. Time in God's time is perfect. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And I'm using all this because it's brand new and fresh and it's what's on my heart to get it over. But the time God sent his family to us and they really plugged right in and started working late and Amen. You know, all these years God's been gracious to us with that old big old ugly thing. <laughs> it ain't failed. But it could have been this weekend and big high winds and today. Could have been today might have been its last leg. We don't know. It looks solid. That don't mean nothing. Right. God's time to just come through. I think I'll take care of that. And the evening air units out there. Think about, Brother Eric, the time when God come through and move and give us something. There's property back here. The Lord's going to give us that. He sure is. But we've got to be careful and let it be His time. I'm not forcing nothing. I'm not poking, crawling, crying, begging, asking. I ain't doing nothing. Good preacher. I'm going to talk to Him about it. It's like I have been. And it's untelling what God will do. I don't know why I'm down on level one right here. And it's all right. I'm hungry. If I get too hot, I'm going to get them pass out. I don't eat much today. But Brother Cave, I was thinking about, I was thinking about you today. About the time. Right. Yeah. The time. You know, I'm glad he just didn't hurry right into, hey, I'm a preacher. Right. Oh, yeah. The Lord wore him out for how long? He did wait on him. He did wait on him. He did. And he ain't preacher called preacher. He's yeah. God called. Right. That's right. Amen. Some of y'all's kids. Gonna have to get saved on these days. Yeah, yep. Let God save them. Amen. That's right. Oh yeah. Are you with me? I'm going somewhere related to that me shaking the bed. Just give me a second. The time of the Lord. I, I if I could have got Bob home, I'd have got him home ten years ago yesterday. Right. As soon as he packed up to leave, I'd brought him back if it, if it was my doing. But God in his time. Yeah. But Bob, I, I don't say this to upset you or make you look stupid. But he forced you back, back home. Yeah. Help me somebody. Thank you, Lord. He did. Amen. Right. Left Corbin went to Wake Cross. The whole time I'm there was thinking, oh my goodness. I don't know about all this. Five years, a little over five years down there. Everything's just fine. And all of a sudden one day, oh, we brought out new CEO, whatever happened. Hey, Bob, you're laid off. For two years, forced him back. Since the final trial there, 
but they see the timing of God in the fiery trial. I think sometimes God's timing is deliberate, not just for us, but for those watching us. People get into a very, very pivotal point in their lives. They've been watching you all these years, and then the storm hits right on time. Because God knows where they are to see Him working through you. Somebody help me tonight. I'm trying to tell you this thing's a whole lot bigger than what we think it is. I just want to trust Him through the fire. I want to trust Him through the heartaches. My God, I want to trust Him when my heart broke. I want to trust Him when I'm overwhelmed. I want to trust him when I'm when everything's fine and well, but my friend, I want to trust him when my world's turned upside down. I mean, think about the pressure that these three boys were under. God sitting in heaven all the whole time, ain't that gonna happen to them? I'm doing all this for Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. And not only Nebuchadnezzar, but the whole land had no choice. You know what he said? Hey, now that I've seen what I've seen, heck with my little gold image, kick that thing down the hill, but you's in as an anchor somewhere. He said, you make another decree. Ain't it amazing how the decree changed in the, in, in the dominant alpha male, King Nebuchadnezzar, the one that ruled everything. He was the final say-so, but God melted him like gold. Yeah. He said, I want to make a revision. Forget about my God. Whosoever don't worship the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we're going to make their house a dunghill. Yeah. Are y'all with me? Right. I mean, I am preaching, whether you think I am or not. I am preaching. My God. And in the midst of the pressure, let me tell you something. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know the only thing they've seen, heard, and felt? You know what this is? You know what to live for God like this? You can't hardly stand up and lift your hands. You can't hardly stand up and rejoice because this is all you feel. God's got you under pressure. That's all they could feel. But you know what God seen? He's on the other side. You know what even the sinner seen, Nebuchadnezzar? He didn't necessarily see the pressure because they just, you know, they coasted right through that. Now they didn't, but it looked like they did. God, the whole time, is sitting on this side saying, right now all you can feel is the pressure, but if you'll stay faithful under pressure, I've got a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to keep the shoes off. If you'll just stay faithful under pressure, I'm trying to see just how far you really are willing to go. And if you'll go all the way, there's a promotion at the end of it. I'm trying to tell you, don't give in. Don't give up. There might be a price to pay, but there's a promotion. They got promoted. Verse number 30. And the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Guess where they got a promotion? Babylon. Hello? Anybody know anything about Babylon? Yes, sir. Come on, that's where they hung the hearts up on the wheels. That's where all the sin, the muck, and the mire of was concerning yes, the spiritual realm. But that's exactly where God needed them boys to be. It might have looked like a disgrace and a disaster. 
but to the good brethren around them. But the God, he said, everywhere their boys go in Babylon, they'll never be able to deny that the real God of heaven and the hand of God delivered their soul from the fire furnace. And they lived the rest of their days. You know what they were known as? They both fireproof. By the way, we're a little off subject, but I'm going to make the application. If you're saved tonight, 190% fireproof. Fireproof. Even you feel like God's forgot about you. I wonder. You can't see Him if the world's looking at you say. I don't know exactly what I'm looking at, but they ain't doing that wrong. Right? You ever wondered? I'm trying to hush. Sit by and preach that song. You ever wondered how it appears when your world's upside down, your storm's raging, your ship's blown apart, you're floating in on boards like the Apostle Paul? <laughs> Ever take time to sit and wonder? See, all we see is, you know, the board. What about the drown? And all we see is the bands and fire and fire and furnace and the guys that was trying to kill us died. It's so hot. That's all we see. Do you ever wonder what everybody else sees when you just keep on going? What else do they see? What do they see? I wonder. In those midnight hours when you really want to throw in the towel but you just stay faithful, I wonder whose life you've impacted. You don't even know it. That is right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You don't know it. You feel like it's been a big waste. You can't see the prize. You can't see the promotion. But there's somebody sitting back somewhere in the house on the couch or laying in a bed or on a rocking chair and they're scratching their head because they just can't figure it out. They look and say, hey, I know when that storm started, there's only three, but I'm seeing the fourth one. And that looks just like that God they've been telling me about. It looks just, mm, it looks just like that God they've been telling me about. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, if we never got promotion, it'd be worth it. But my friend, the greatest prize of all is for a sinner to look back and see a Savior in the midst of our soul. Even when we feel like he's nowhere around. That's good preaching. Thank you, Lord. But they're looking sad. Time out. How many we put in there? Three. Who's that? I don't know how it appeared, but I got a good got a good idea. It might have been something like this. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh no, that. Got a pretty good idea. Might have looked like a savior. Came on cross. Bringing life to the ones that should have. You, you realize if they got what really should have happened, they would have died. Y'all like that Presbyterians no matter what. If we got what should have happened, right. we'd be as good as they yeah. spiritually and physically. Right. Them boys before they got in that fiery furnace, I can show you the Bible. They's the talk of the town. Yes, sir. Not in a good way. You know what they were? Bible thumpers, fanatics, holy right. Yeah. Goody two shoes. How many of y'all ever been called that? I've been called a good guy. I can vomit. 
Speaking truck parking road, I sit there for I don't know how long, and I look, couldn't really see, had to go around it. 
I can't help the old fella. He parked with a big tractor in the road, not out talking to his neighbor. We're in it almost in the middle of a curve. I got to be at church. I, what I do, my wife tell you, I didn't stop him. I just eased out, just barely eased out. I'm in the lane go around him before a car ever pulls in. Car pulls in, what do they do? They drive right up as they came to my nose. I'm going to tell you one <laughs> No, she said, throw your hands back up back. <laughs> but I didn't. See, I'm getting better, but I'm trying to. I didn't. You don't know why I didn't know? Because he'd been preaching to me this week. All oh, this one was in my soul. See, it wasn't in hers yet. It was in my soul. I may never see that man again. He may never know who I am. I don't know, but we might cross paths at the supermarket one day. And he might remember. He looked right at me. He said, I have a tie on. He said, just maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. Just say, hey. Remember that day I asked you that word? I'm sorry, man. Probably won't. But maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. When that person does you wrong at work, well, don't try to get back at them. You're a Christian. That's right. Just take the pressure. Why? God promotes you. Go through the fire, D. Why, Lord, should I have to go through all this torment and hurt and harm and suffering? Because somebody is going to look at your situation, and even when you don't know he's present, they're going to see him on your life. Yeah, good. Now, never, ever look at God the same. I can go on all night, but I'm going to hush. We're going to go home thinking about this. And if the Lord will let me, like this Sunday, but next or Wednesday or whatever, we'll come back and try to, try to preach it the way the Lord gives to me. But I want to ask you tonight, we're all standing. Hey, brother, I was going to love Chris come. I want to ask you tonight. Mark, this is my one question. I know everybody would answer yes to who wants a promotion, so I'm not going to ask that. But I am going to ask this. Who is willing tonight to say, Lord, I'm willing to pay the price for that promotion? He was promoted by the same king. They were promoted by the same king that wanted to end their life. It's amazing the radical change that Nebuchadnezzar experienced because they were willing to pay the price. I'm done preaching. The Lord spoke how He wants to speak and to whom He spoke to. None of that's my business, but I got a pretty good feeling somebody probably ought to come and do some business with the Lord tonight. Every head bowed, every eye closed, won't you come? Won't you come?